Okay, okay. Okay, 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 okay. I get it. I know that I'm starting to sound a little redundant here, but I do not make the rules. I just enforce them. So here's a quick PSA, a public service announcement about proper Instagram and just social media wherewithal or etiquette with your partner or significant other. Okay, here it goes. Some couples need to chill out and they need to do it now. I'm just kidding. I'm not going to do that. But no, really, they need to cut it the fuck out. And I've been seeing way, way too much of this shit. Is it possible? Let me just ask you this. Is it possible to ever just hang out? with your girlfriend or boyfriend or whatever you're doing without taking your phones out and taking pictures and videos of each other all the time. Like just think about how weird that is, please. Just for one second, just think about it. You can't just hang out together. And you know what is posted is not even a fraction of the number of pictures that these people are actually taking. Like if I were to make a scale from one to scary, And from the last episode, people making dog accounts on Instagram to talk to themselves, I'll put that about a six. This form of personal paparazzi is literally a nine. Like it freaks me the fuck out. Just think about the concept of paparazzi paparazzi for a second and realize that some of you people are out there doing it all to yourself on purpose. And don't get me wrong here. I'm happy for you. And the people that follow you are happy for you. And your friends and family are all happy for you. But geez, Louise on a stick. Get it fucking together. We fucking get it. All right. You're in love. You're together. I mean, at the end of the day, float your own goat. But and I don't care. But my opinion won't change. And please, for the love of God and for everyone else, just quit it out a little bit. Welcome to Hildy's Hot Takes. Folks, buckle up. Get that double tap with your thumb dialed in because the most coveted couple weeks of the summer are officially here. Yes, you heard it right. It is officially the 7th annual NHL Development Camp Instagram Fashion Show Week. This is the week or two weeks where every single player that attends an NHL Development Camp posts an obligatory thanks for a good week at insert team. And I'm not chirping these guys. I have never been to a development camp. And I just want to go on the record that if I have ever gone, if I had ever gone to a development camp, I wouldn't have posted an Insta. But then I actually would have gotten in trouble because it is written in the CBA. And I believe it would even hold up in the Supreme Court that if you go to an NHL camp, there are severe repercussions if you don't post a picture thanking the team for a good week. So it's really good to see all these guys thriving with their hockey careers, staying out of trouble. Class A citizens, good Samaritans, you just love to see it. Now, I want to talk about Neil Pionk for a second. Played at UMD with the guy for a year. First off, he's a huge fucking beauty. He knows when to dial it in, knows when to let loose, and damn, does he ever know how to work an ox cord in the gym or the weight room or the locker room or whatever you're talking about. But what I want to say is when he got traded for Jacob Truba, Jets fans were pissed Rangers fans were like, I can't believe we just gave this guy away for Jacob Truba. 
And now me being the astute hockey mind that I am, I know everything. I knew otherwise. I tried finding the tweet. I'm not joking or lying here, but I tweeted this at a pissed off Jets fan after the trade. I tweeted that I guaranteed that Neil Pionk would be better than Truba. And what do we have here? Pionk last two seasons. 125 games played, 77 points. Nasty. 22 minutes of ice time per game, plus 16. Truba, 188 games played, 38 points, minus 9. Not up for discussion, and neither is the fact that Neil Pionk is one of the most underrated players in the NHL, and he just signs a four-year, $5.8 million contract. Congrats, Neil. How you doing? Now that we have a couple good gaffes under our belt for this episode, I kind of want to get deep for a second. So about 10 months ago, I started this men- membership with a company called The Mindstrong Project, basically about breathing, uh, nature, just overall health and wellness, blah, 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 change my life for the better, I can confidently say, whatever. I'll dive more into that another time. But I wanted to talk about an Instagram post from The Mindstrong Project. No, it's from Harvey. It's from Harvey Martin, who owns Mindstrong Project, about the creation of art. And the second paragraph of this of this post really, really, really caught my attention uh, because, well, technically, this podcast is a form of art. And when you think about it, there really is art everywhere that you look. So I'll give it a read for your beautiful listeners. OK, I'll bring it up. I'll try and do my best to not stutter. But here we go. Art requires intuitive sense driven from curiosity and detached from ego. The content of who we think we are is connected to the attachment in who we think we're supposed to be or become. Neither of these allows us to access true art. We are not our thoughts, not our past, and in actuality, we're really nothing. We're simply scattered around space, communicating sound based on the perceptions we think we have. And in that space, nothingness And in that space of nothingness, we share the ultimate freedom of human art. If that doesn't fire you up, I don't know what does. The perceptions we think we have always fucking gets my mind racing because that's all we are as humans. Perceptions. You're rich. Oh, what does that mean? That's a perception. You're successful. You're happy. You're sad. It's all in your head based on your perceptions of the world. A shitty life and a good life are separated by mere thoughts. That's crazy to think about, but also 100% true in my opinion. So what do you say, everyone? Let's all start perceiving fantastic lives for ourselves. And what a fantastic life we are living this very moment because the NFL is starting up and I cannot fucking wait to sit on the couch for six hours every Sunday and watch Chris Hansen's beautiful face on the telly soaking in all the red zone action and watching Kirk Cousins check down on third and long down 14 with 10 minutes left in the fourth quarter. So I'm happy about that. And I'm happy that I get my first NFL hot take of the year. And this is just a take, but this new taunting rule is fucking bullshit. So for those of you who don't know, the NFL has implemented a new taunting rule on top of the already garbage taunting rule. And this preseason, they're really cracking down which I don't understand whatsoever because as a fan, I want taunts. I want celebrations. I want to be entertained, okay? And you start giving guys penalties and negating big plays because of a taunt. What the fuck are you doing, NFL and Roger Goodell? Not only that, 
is these guys are getting rinsed in preseason, trying to make teams, trying to get a job, trying to make a living in the league, making nice plays and showing passion and excitement and competitiveness. And after said plays, instead of a pat on the back from a coach, it's a come on, what the fuck are you doing, getting ripped in the video room, costing the team 10 yards after a good play. You hate to see it. And I don't think this will be the last time I have to bring this subject up. Okay. Now on to the listener submitted take of the week. Now this is from a, a friend who said he wanted to be wanted to remain anonymous. So I'm going to uh, listen to him. Um, but I really liked his submission. Okay. And there's so many components to this. I'm just going to fucking go right at it. It was about little league world say little league world series players high-fiving opposing players after they just hit a fucking dinger against them, okay? So I'm the pitcher for one team. I throw a ball, pitch a ball, and this fucking Little League World Series kid rips one way over the fence, an absolute moonshot. He pimps the bat. He's running around the bases, and my second baseman behind me gives him a high-five on his way around, okay? And the pitcher doesn't do anything. He loves it. The coaches don't say anything. No one says anything. And it's getting applauded by the fucking media. It's on ESPN. It's on TSN. It's on SportsCenter. Look at this sportsmanship. Now, let me draw some lines here. There's sportsmanship and there's being a fucking pussy. The same way there is treating your girl the right way and there is being a fucking simp. Okay? Sportsmanship. Shaking hands respectably after the game playing by the rules, and just generally not being a dickhead out there when it is very easy not to. Very easy to be a dickhead. Then there's being a fucking pussy. Giving the opposing team a high five for scoring points against you. What the hell are these coaches saying to these kids? What are their parents saying? Like, good job, good sportsmanship out there? Because let me tell you what. If I'm the parent of one of those kids... He's fucking crying his ass off the entire drive home because that is the dumbest, softest shit we can be teaching our youth to do that stuff. And I'm not kidding. That really, really makes me worry about the future. And if we're talking about that one to scary scale, this is about a nine too. Because how am I supposed to be worrying about shit like climate change or racism or COVID? You know, when all that's on my mind is these kids who are high-fiving each other over the baseball diamond are going to grow up one day. And who knows what kind of havoc these fucking kids are going to wreak on the world. Like, it's going to be a shit show. I definitely don't want to find out. So let's just all come together here and put an end to that sickening behavior. Okay? Coaches, parents, teammates, everyone involved. Let's start holding each other accountable here because holy shit is that tough to watch. All right. Now, I feel like I need to get another driving take in here. Uh, somehow, after all that, I feel like I've been talking for fucking three hours. It's only been 11 minutes. <laughs> but uh, I just need to say some one thing about driving. If you're driving in the right lane and you're turning right and there's no uh, designated turning lane, even if there is a designated turning lane, let me make... You do not need to slow down to a complete fucking stop before you make your turn. Okay, you don't have to slow down to 10 kilometers an hour or five miles an hour. I don't care if you're 60. I don't care if you're 80. If you're doing that, 
get your fucking license taken away. Someone needs to do it because you're holding up traffic. You're going to get rear-ended eventually. And you don't have to slow down that fucking slow to turn right unless you're a goddamn semi-truck. And some of these semis fucking go faster than some of these people are turning right. I just had enough of it. You do not have to slow down to a complete stop. All right. Now, that's all I had originally for this episode. But I need to go a little bit longer. And I know I was talking about being the police about what you can and what you cannot post on Instagram. And and I'm trying not to do too much of that. But this one shit, I've been seeing it for like five or six years now. And I brought it up in a tweet a long time ago. And it got a shit ton of retweets and a shit ton of favorites. Um, I even had some like UMD faculty staff like talking to me about it because they totally agreed. But people selling clothes, their own clothes on Instagram is so fucked up. Have you ever heard of Goodwill? The Salvation Army? You're literally selling your old shirt on Instagram for 10 bucks? Are you kidding me? Like donate them for fuck's sakes. Have a heart. There's people that can't afford that shit. If you, honestly, if you ever catch me listing my clothes on a completely different Instagram account, actually, I'm not kidding, just drive or fly to wherever I am and just fucking put a bullet in my head because these, that's just the most insane behavior of all time. All right. And I guess it's time to kind of dive into some multi-level marketing talk. All right. Now, I had one guy reach out to me a couple weeks ago uh, with a financial opportunity. Said he found me on LinkedIn. Said he wanted to talk on Zoom. And whenever they say they want to talk on Zoom, that's fucking red flag right there. So I said, yeah, I was nice to the guy. I was like, who knows? You never know. It could be not a multi-level marketing thing. So I hop on with the guy, he's giving me the big schmooze, he's talking to me, asking me about fucking hockey and school and blah, 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 blah. And then he gets into his pitch, right? Oh yeah, we're a financial company looking to hire some more people, you know, we help people all around North America and Canada, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh yeah, yeah, sounds sounds funny, so uh, how do you make money? And he goes, oh, we get commissions and also, you know... Uh, I was like, okay, whatever. How much is it to start? Oh, it's 500 bucks to start. And then you get your training and blah, blah, blah. And come on guys, come on. And these guys post on social media. They post on their Snapchat story. They fucking cold call everyone saying how hard they're working, how hard they're grinding. They got the halo light set up in front of the computer saying no days off. Like, you don't work as hard as me, blah, 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 blah. Like, fuck you. I was just in the gym from 6.45 till 11.15. 6.45 in the morning to 11.15, and I was doing shit the entire fucking time. Core, conditioning. I don't want to talk about that because it's irrelevant. I just want to talk about these fucking multi-level marketers that don't work hard at all. You sit on your fucking desk, you cold call people, and you fucking sell them the scam. And once it all falls out from under them, they're going to be the ones crying. But for right now, yeah, post your vacations in Mexico. Post all this shit. I don't care. You look like a fucking asshole, okay? And I could never do that shit. I had I pondered it. I was like, could I do this shit? First, I realized it was a fucking joke. Second, I realized that if you're sitting in your house, cold calling people, 
or trying to get your friends that you never talk to or even your friends that you do talk to to sign up for this shit just so you benefit and then they have to do all that dumb shit too, fuck you. And another person, a distant friend, an acquaintance, even uh, even texted me like a week ago and he was asking me how I was doing and what I was going on. And he asked me if he wanted to join this same, fin- it was like a different con- different company, same concept, join this financial company. And I was like, sorry, man, I'm not into MLM. He's like, bro, we're not MLM. And then three days later, he posted a big ass story about how they're not MLM because I guess people kept on calling him MLM. Like, listen, man, if you need to defend that what you're doing isn't actually a multi-level marketing thing, then what you're doing is 100,000% a multi-level marketing thing. And I'm sorry to tell you, but like, that's just dusty fucking work. And if you want to be doing that the rest of your life, Float your goat, do your thing, but that is so fucking dust. And the very last thing I'm going to talk about here before we get to the old 20 minute cutoff, you know, like I say, you get in, you get out, take your shit, whatever you're doing, listen to Hildy's hot takes, let's go. But anyway, my brother and I were sitting around having a few beers, smoking a little J's um, uh, a couple weekends ago. It's just Friday night, I think it was after work, we were letting loose a little bit, just hanging out in his patio. And we were talking about the Simone Biles thing that I, I said on my podcast and how the media is so evil and how they don't really give a fuck about mental health. And and my brother brought up a very fair point, and I want to talk about it, is the whole Bell Let's Talk thing is nothing but a publicity stunt for Bell. Now, the whole message behind it, don't get me wrong here, the whole message behind it is good, Okay. Everyone's talking about mental health and the stigma. It's always fine to talk about it. I will talk about it all the time. It's something I bring up a lot. Never be scared to talk about mental health with your friends, with your family, with anyone that's willing to listen to you because it's going to help. It helped me. Um, I've had some friends that have reached out to me and it helped them. And I'm always down to talk if anyone wants to talk. But what I'm saying is that Bell Let's Talk shit is fucking bullshit. How much do they donate? A cent or five cents? Are you kidding me, Bell? Let's talk. You can't, you can't do more than five cents if you actually cared about mental health. All you're doing is five cents. Like you're a fucking quadrillion dollar company. Figure it out. Donate more money. Don't act like you care because you know they don't care. They just want the exposure because that's the biggest day. That's one of the biggest social media days of the year. Is Bell? Let's talk. Bell. 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 People in America are like, "What's Bell?" I'm like, "It's a media company in Canada." And they get all that exposure just for diming out literally chump change out of their wallet for mental health and saying that they care so much and how Bell's at the forefront. I call bullshit on that. Some people might disagree with that. I'm saying the message is good. And I'm just going on with the theme of this podcast is that the media is a fucking joke and they don't actually care about anyone other than making money. And the Bell Let's Talk scheme on Twitter and Instagram is no different. All right. Thanks for listening to this episode. As always, I hope you fucking enjoyed it. Um, I want to thank everyone for listening. As always, again, I think this podcast is really starting to pick up some steam. So let's keep the the gravy train chugging along here. Okay? See you next week, folks.